Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this anxiety child and where you should be trying to raise it to. The anxiety child is your free-floating anxiety. It is a small child brain inside your larger brain. And in that larger brain, you are to take this child in as your child. Listen to it. Explain to it what is wrong and what is right about what it is worrying about. And train it to become a chill adult. Very simple. Your, your anxiety is a child. Your anxiety is that child mind inside of you that worries about things and has all kinds of ridiculous worries. But if it's an untrained wild child that you never, that you just keep ignoring, it's just going to become a real menace in your life. But if instead you listen to it and you have a dialogue with it and you teach it and you raise it like a real child, then it becomes a really good companion. Still a little bit on edge, but mostly chill. And learning where it's important to become alarmed. You want a watchdog but you don't want a yappy watchdog that barks at every little thing. Now, what we're going to do here is we're going to understand that this anxiety child is there as an evolutionary tool, but we've evolved past it's knee-jerk needs. We can gain a lot of independent electricity from it. Now that we have a mission in life to raise this child, we, we, we have quite a purpose here. It's no longer just us running around as our anxiety child. I think most people are mistaking their anxiety child for themselves. They think it's their mind that's having these thoughts. It's not. It's this little child mind inside of you called anxiety. Child anxiety. And it's there to get scared about every little stupid thing. Is this going to kill me? Am I going to die from this? No, no, you're not. Just relax. And you give it a kind of fatherly advice. You give it a role model of calm. And you also a role model of dialogue. You are entertaining everything that it says. You are listening to what it says. And you are not um, distracted. You are not trying to avoid it. No, you're watching it. And everything that it asks you, you, you respond to. Conscious way and understanding that you're, you're having a dialogue with a little child. And this little child is trying to learn from you. And you can't blame it or get mad at it for having the fears that it has or for asking the stupid questions that it asks. Just let it be. Let it ask any kind of question you want, it wants. But it has to be 
relevant. It has to be something that really can well it, it you know what it doesn't matter. You're there to listen. You're there to listen and respond and if it doesn't make any sense, it doesn't make any sense. If it's not relevant, it's not relevant. And you can be firm about that but at the same time be agreeable about it because you don't want to create more anxiety in your anxiety as you react to your anxiety. Life is about, you know, everyone wants to control their anxiety or get rid of their anxiety, and you can kind of obliterate your memory of it for a little while using a drug. But that only brings you back harder into it later. So, obviously, if you neglect your kid for, like, days on end by using a drug, when you come back, that kid's going to be a lot worse behaved than it was before. Same goes for your anxiety. So you can't run away from it with drugs. You can use drugs to view it now and then to get a different perspective about it, but ultimately the reason you're doing a lot of drugs excessively is because you are trying to escape. And you can't escape it. It's always going to be there as a more menacing child. If you don't start training it, and it, and it doesn't matter how old, you can start training it at age 50. It's the same age as it's always been. It's, it's like a two-year-old, and it never has grown up because you haven't tended to it. You haven't tried to raise it. You've been running away from it your whole life. You've been watching TV. You've been trying to get money. You've been trying to get sex, trying to do anything you can to just blurt it out for a little while, blot it out for a little while. Maybe a little alcohol helps. Maybe a little coffee will help. Maybe a little this. Maybe a little that. Maybe some food. Maybe if I just sit here with five bowls of cereal. Maybe if I just watch this TV. Maybe if I just really get into this. You just want to distract yourself from it. And what's interesting is it's like there's, it's not that hard to raise it, okay? It's not like a physical child where you have to worry about running into things. It's just they're talking to you. It's a telepathic child. That's just asking you really dumb, inane, wigged-out questions. And instead of just being like, I'm just going to put earplugs in, and I'm not going to listen, I'm not going to respond. But at the same time, you're hearing the, the cries of distress that are coming from it. So you're not addressing what the cries, any of the, the thoughts that the cries and distress are attached to. And you're just kind of, you're not observing, you're not watching your child. And your child gets worse and worse and more, but not that much worse. Just some, and nothing a good nanny couldn't come in and whip to shape in a few hours with a, a few firm words and kind gestures in the other direction. I mean, it's not that hard to get a handle on once you realize what it is and you don't mistake it for yourself. You stop mistaking it for yourself. You realize it's not you. Your anxiety is a whole different animal. It's a whole different being inside of you. And it's there for you to train. Because if unless you train it, you're never getting to the next level. That's the key. Your mind has to enter a different level for you to achieve physical mortality. You need to be able to shed or at least you can't shed it completely, but you need to be able to raise and then send off into the hinterlands your anxiety. Raise it from a little child 
worried about everything, scared of everything, to a calm, chill adult that only, uh, the alarm bells only go off when they should go off. Nobody says disable your alarm system. But that is what your anxiety is. Your anxiety is an alarm system that you have to grow. It's like an AI inside of you. It's an artificial intelligence that is programmed at a certain frequency, and you have to refine its programming through careful adjustments and biofeedback and giving the feedback back to this AI. Every emotional cluster, every concept in this sense of, of the mind, of, the, of a working of the mind, if you say, oh, there's a little child brain inside your brain, there's a little AI inside of your brain, there's a little artificial intelligence that has its own trajectory. And, in, and if you don't guide it as, some, as a coach, if you don't take on your fatherly duties for this thing, it doesn't progress much further than the child, the child way. And this is the thing that they don't teach in school, so we have a bunch of uh, stunted children just they they don't want to deal with their anxiety. They don't want to raise their anxiety, so they themselves don't mature either because they're just living a life on the run from their anxiety, their child, which they can't get away from. So once you face it and you see, like, look, like, what's the purpose of, you know, every time you are going to do something that's going to alter your consciousness, you should ask the question, Where's my anxiety? Have I been looking at it? Have I been watching it? Have I been minding my anxiety? Chances are the answer is no. And that's why you need to go back into it. You need to you need to take some kind of drug that kind of kills the anxiety for a little while so then you can look at it neutrally and be like, okay, I was being run by it and now I'm not going to be run by it. So that's what drugs are for. But if they're just being used to suppress your anxiety, to cover it up, then you're just sweeping it under the rug. And pretty soon that rug gets filled with debris underneath. So be mindful of this free-floating anxiety inside of you. No need to reason with it much. Just by watching it and listening to its ridiculous cries and laughing at them, you're doing quite enough. It just needs a little tender loving care, a little somebody to pay attention to it, to, have, to just be heard and, and taught, instructed, brought up to par to your level of calm and collectedness, which is what all fathers should do for their children. Don't be angry at your anxiety. Don't be... Um, don't scoff at its naivete and certainly don't believe that you are as naive as your anxiety. You are not. Just like your child, it needs nurturing, it needs instruction, and it needs a calm example. So it's there for you to play off you. You know, you guys are in a movie together and you're the calm, cool guy and your anxiety is the buggy partner that is always mouthing off and getting scared. Gooby-doo, you know. 
So um, I guess like in the show Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy are the anxiety. If that was like a person and they're all in there and if all those characters were in that one person's head, that's what you got there. And you have these these minds inside of minds, these personalities inside of personalities. And that's how the human mind is sort of, sort of made up, made up of several different kind of beings, different kinds of AI. And one of the strongest ones is this AI for just wigging out, you know, freaking out. Alarm, the alarm bell, AI. It's all fucked up. Because we don't live in a state of nature where we can kind of distinguish real dangers from imaginary ones. So now all our dangers are imagined. All our dangers are just alarms. They're, they're, we're, we're, it's, it, our dangers are more like our stress over our dangers is like more dangerous now than the dangers themselves. That's never been the case in most animals' lives. So we're at very it's we're susceptible to falling into a dark, deep black hole of of despair because we've created a conceptual system of doling out death. This is what it does. Not only will you die prematurely by your own child's hand if you don't mind your anxiety, if you don't watch your kid you are also contributing to like the chaos in the world because as you're trying to run away from anxiety, you are a complete asshole. As you are not watching your stupid kid run amok, you are not here. You are not present because you're seeing your kid destroy everything and you're not doing a damn thing. You're not even, you're trying to just avoid it. So you have to really understand what's going on inside of you and, 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 and divvy up the emotion. Understand that like negative emotions are not you. Negative emotions are AI. Anxiety is just one of, is like a cluster, kind of like, it, it encompasses so much because it does encompany, it encompass depression. Because depression is alarming because it creates anxiety that the depression is not going to go away. So it sets off that alarm. So it's all wrapped up in anxiety, depression. They're they're very much sides of the same coin. Come simply, they become they, they become a problem when they're not observed and acknowledged consciously. So what are you doing? You're just like, there's my anxiety. There there she is. There he is. You can assign whatever gender you want to it. But you can kind of see it in the distance. Like, you're here and there it is from you. And you can just say, hey, anxiety, how you doing? Greet it. Move on. Do not not say hi to it. Always say hi. 
And then I just keep talking to it throughout the day. What did you say, anxiety? Oh, you think I'm I'm really stupid and, like, I'm just, like, ugly and, yeah, okay. Well, look, I haven't, I'm, maybe I'm not looking that great today because I haven't gotten enough sleep, but I'm going to. I'm going to sleep right now. So sometimes your anxiety, like, reminds you to do things that you should do. It's not all bad. It just needs to be, it's helpful sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just a little kid crying, a little kid getting scared about nothing, a little kid that needs to be informed. So grow it up, and then once your anxiety has become a full-grown, chill adult, then you will get to the next level. And only this. This is Lectures of Fall of Wisdom. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.